0: Section 31 of The Convivio. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Algie Pug. The Convivio by Dante Alighieri. Translated by Philip H. Wicksteed. Ode 14. Text to the projected 15th Treatise. Dolmi RECA NELLO CORE ardire. Grief furnishes my heart with daring for a wish that is truth's friend. Wherefore, ladies, if I utter words almost against all mankind, marvel not at it, but recognize your base desire, for beauty which love concedes to you, only for virtue was formed by his decree of old, against which ye offend. You, I address, who are enamoured. For if to us virtue was given, and to you beauty, and to him the power to make one the two, ye should not love at all, but hide away whatever beauty hath been granted you, because there is no virtue which was its charge. Woe's me! What do I go about to say? I say that fair disdain were with reason praised in woman, severing beauty from herself by her dismissal. MAN HAS MADE VIRTUE DISTANT FROM HIMSELF. MAN? NO, BUT THE BEAST THAT BEARS MAN'S SEMBLANCE. O GOD, WHAT MARVEL TO CHOOSE TO DECLINE TO SLAVE FROM MASTER, OR FROM LIFE TO DEATH. VIRTUE IS STILL SUPPORTING TO HER DOER, HIM SHE OBEYS, TO HIM ACQUIRES HONOR, LADIES, SO MUCH THAT LOVE STAMPS HIM OF HIS CHOSEN HOUSEHOLD IN THE BLESSED COURT joyously she issues from the beauteous gates of her mistress and returns joyously she goes and sojourns joyously she does her great service through the short journey preserves adorns increases what she finds to death she is so counter that she heeds him not oh dear handmaid and pure in heaven hast thou taken measurement thou alone givest mastery and this is proved by that thou art a possession always of a veil slave not of a master but of a base slave he makes himself who departs from such a handmaid see how great the cost reckoning one against the other loss to him who wanders from her This slavish master is so arrogant that the eyes which make light for the mind are closed for him, so that he needs must walk at prompting of another who hath his eye only on folly. But that my speech may serve you, I will descend from the whole to the detail, and that in sentences more easy, that it be less hardly understood, for rarely underneath the veil does a dark saying reach the understanding. Wherefore is there need of open speech with you? And this I will, for the behoof of you, and verily not me, That ye hold vile all men, and in contempt, For it is likeness that breeds delight. Who is a slave like him who followeth a liege in haste, And knoweth not whither he goeth along the dolesome path, As doth the miser, hurrying after wealth, Which plays the tyrant over all? the miser runs but peace more quickly flees o blind mind that may not see thy mad desire with the sum he looks to catch up with his gold that infinitely gapes lo when she has come who levels us tell me what hast thou wrought blind undone miser answer me if thou canst give other reply than naught. A curse upon thy cradle, which lulled so many dreams in vain, A curse upon thy wasted bread, which is not wasted on the dog. For at eve and morn thou hast amassed and clutched with either hand That which so swiftly draws away from thee. As without measure it is gathered, so without measure is it hugged. This it is that thrusts many into slavery, and should any defend himself IT IS NOT, SAVE WITH MIGHTY CONFLICT. DEATH, WHAT ART THOU DOING, DEAR FORTUNE, WHAT ART DOING, THAT YE DISSIPATE NOT THAT WHICH IS NOT SPENT? BUT IF YE DID, TO WHOM TO RENDER IT? I KNOW NOT, SINCE SUCH A CIRCLE RINGS US, WHICH COMPASSES US FROM ABOVE. IT IS THE BLAME OF REASON WHO DOTH NOT CORRECT IT. IF SHE WOULD SAY, I AM CAPTIVE. Ah, how sorry a defence does a master show Whom a slave overcomes! Here shame is doubled, If that to which I point be well considered. False animals, cruel to yourself and others, For ye see, going naked o'er hills and marshes, Men before whom vice takes to flight, And ye keep vile mire-clad. Before the miser's face displays herself, virtue, who invites her very foes to peace with polished matter, to entice them to her. But little it avails, for he ever flees the bait. When she has swung it round, with many a cry, she flings the food towards him, so great her care for him. But he spreads not his wings at it, and if at last he come, when she is gone, it seems to irk him so as though he could not give save so as to make vanish all praise from benefit i will have all men hear me one by delaying and one by vain display and one by gloomy semblance turns the gift into a sale so dear as he knows only who pays such purchase would you hear whether it wounds so dismayed is he who receives that henceforth refusal seems not bitter to him So does a miser mutilate himself and others. Ladies, in a certain branch have I unveiled to you The baseness of the folk that gaze upon you, That ye may hold them in wrath, But far more yet is that which is concealed, Because tis foul to tell you. In each one is a gathering of all vices, Because the world's way is that friendship blends, and the lovesome leaf of the root of good draws other good to it, for like only pleases. See how I advance to my conclusion. For she should not believe, who thinks that she is fair indeed, that she is loved by such as these. But if beauty amongst evil things we would enumerate, it might be believed, calling love the appetite of a beast. Oh! May such woman perish as dissociates her beauty from natural goodness on such cause, and believes in love outside of reason's garden End of section thirty one